0: I'm your girl Kimmy, and this week's episode, we talk about what has been occurring after the decision of Roe v. Wade. So join us on the porch as we talk about what's next. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, ladies. How are you today? How's it
1: going? <laughs> doing well, doing well.
0: It is going well. It's uh, We're still in the summertime. And closing out our season and a lot of things are going on. Um, I thought it was really important before we close out this season to represent, um, you know, what we feel about the the climate that is going on. And I'm not talking about the weather, you know, Mm -hmm. the climate of what's going on. Um, Because when we come back, you know, I think that that early fall season is going to start a whole new climate. Mm -hmm. We're going into a year of elections and all kinds of things and a lot of things are happening and you know, I when we hear the word awoke, um, I don't know if everybody is awoke, whatever they take that to be, but it's a lot of things going on. And I, I'm a firm believer that the more knowledge we have and the more information we provide, the better off people can make sound judgments for their best needs. You know, what I mean your family, my family. Um, but we we have to make a decision on what we're going to do because not making a decision is not um a, it's not an option to me and i hope anybody listened to this um you have to be a part of it whatever your your part is um or you know don't cry when you don't like what's going on um so we had a couple things go on in the last year you know Roe v. Wade got turned back um affirmative action far as you know the university stance on um applications. And um I think it was a sting first with Roe v. Wade. Um was more than a sting, it was like a shock because I think I didn't think that really was gonna happen, even though the the this the statue of what is um actually happened and how the court is lined up. Um I think about it now, yeah. It was it was destined, you know, to really happen. Um I think about it in this aspect of my joke, do- my daughter. You know that I can oh, had- definitely I so. my daughter. You know what I mean. I had more rights than my daughter did. You know what I mean. I don't need to worry about you know um, contraceptives and things like that. I'm past that because Lord, if a baby came this way, we'll be having another conversation. Like <laughs> exactly what is- a solemn you're going to be put in. You know, <laughs> so um, you know that's you know now. affirmative the fact that I-, I am a grad student again. But um, I'll be out soon before I think anything penetrate me because I don't need it to get in. But you know, I think about our kids. I always think about our kids, and then and, and when you ladies think, I know y'all think about your grandkids. I don't have grandkids yet. I hope God will bless me with some because y'all have some beautiful grandkids. But I know
1: y'all think about your grandkids, you know. So, um, what's the feeling? So oh, I like this. I like this segue, um, Kim, about climate. Very, very good segue. But yeah, we're in a climate now of rolling back mm-hmm. our rights and liberties that we've had before. For our listening audience, I know that um, I'm, we need to go back and explain Roe v. Wade was um, uh, an action that the U.S. Supreme Court said that a, a woman had a right to um, yeah, really have control of their bodies as far as ha- being having a right to have an abortion. And that was back in 1973. So now this year, the Supreme Court says, and it actually was backed by several amendments, I think third, fourth, fifth, something in the 14th. Mm-hmm. Amendment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now they're saying that it's not, that we don't have that. And, and then after that, we're going to affirmative action. And mm-hmm. affirmative, affirmative action's purpose um, was to make sure that, people, um, diverse people, um, underserved, underprivileged have the right to, um, education and jobs and everything that would normally not be there. So now that's rollback. So yeah, we're, we're definitely in a climate of that. And, um, I think it's really sad that, um, women don't have the right now to make a choice for themselves. I think it's really sad now that maybe that universities going going to affirmative action, that um, pick places where we were limited in going to in the first place, but now had an opportunity to go may by chance now, cause they keep uh, throwing up by merit, but studies have shown that um, different ones, like I think um, uh, Berkeley, Mm-hmm. That they had stopped affirmative action um I think early two thousand, maybe two thousand six. And the the enrollment actually went down. Mm-hmm. So now I mean about if you think about like Berkeley and, and I think
0: about now this will be Howard UNC. Um mm-hmm. you know, they they were the ones where, you know, it got it to to the Supreme Court. When you think about that, you think about a lot of things that go along with it, because a lot of funding goes along with it, with, with mm-hmm. affirmative action, you know what I mean? But we got to keep keep it clear, because affirmative action didn't just always benefit people of color, or, right. you know, so um, I, I felt a little concerned that, you know, um, we already are considered the oppressed people, you know, and now we we have to do um what they say an
1: essay to talk about how you're oppressed. You don't know? I mean you don't know. Oh, so wait a minute. So now that's gonna be
0: That's a part of your application. So it'll be oh. considered. You have to give them like an essay about that. Now it's already enough essays getting written when you're going into these Ivy League school. Come on now, what do you want? I mean, but think about it. Your your mission will be at the hands of of one individual or maybe an, a a panel of people to decide if they think that you are really an oppressed person. You see what I'm saying? So I, I think you're just gonna be you're gonna be you you're gonna be in a, a very precarious situation when you even try to get feedback on why. You know what I mean? Bless you, Chauncey. It may it may even it may even aspirate other things. But I know there's other rulings that are coming that mm-hmm. um you know that it's going to try to counteract that, but it, it's really disturbing that I feel like we're going in a backwards motion. You know what I mean? Um, I always think that when we think about making things, because this is their their argument they're they're saying that affirmative action takes away um, the ability for things to be judged on an even playing field, but we're not on an even playing even
1: playing field. Playing field.
0: You know what I mean? We're not on an even playing field. And and it's disturbing to think that that is now a consideration because we're not. Um, Chauncey, your thoughts.
2: So um, I knew it was. um, Once the Supreme Court was basically stacked the way that it was, then I kind of saw the writing on the wall as to what was going to happen, especially seeing what was on the docket for for SCOTUS. Right. So with that in place with Roe v. Wade, so now they've sent the responsibility back to the states, right? So now the government, mm-hmm. so they're not going to have any any, any say so or any, you know, offer any protection for us. And then now with this, with schools like Harvard, you have to already have your game plan. So if you, if we are arrogant enough to think that it wasn't going to happen, So where's your plan being? Mm -hmm. And so I think what has happened to Berkeley needs to happen to all these other schools. Yeah, I agree. Let's see what happens. And this is an opportunity for us to really push HBCUs. I didn't Mm -hmm. attend HBCU, but I feel like this is an opportunity to push enrollment towards those schools, right? Even your athletes, everybody. Everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm it by. feels like a boycott of sorts. And I mean, we all have our reasons. Kids go to state schools and stuff like that because it's it's less expensive and they might be able to afford it or whatever. But I think it should be a push for us to really um, increase enrollment at HBCUs to see what will happen. And um, the other side of that, you know, it's not necessarily a perfect world. I'm not talking about a utopian society. But if you're going to be the school that makes that determining factor and you're only going to base it off of applications alone, then don't put color on the app. Don't put race on the app. Let it not Good be wrong right app. And then let's see who gets in and who doesn't get in just yeah. on your merit alone. I uh-huh. didn't try that. I challenge you to do it that way or to fight for that. Okay, let's not have affirmative action. Let's fight. Mm-hmm. How even the, the playing field will be when you know nepotism isn't isn't playing a factor, when legacy Ooh. isn't playing a factor. Let's see who gets in and who doesn't get in. And so um when I think about it from that perspective, I I can't um can't be sad for too long. It's just like what what do you do going forward? Right. And so that's where I I said, now is the time to, you know, for our kids. And Kimmy, what you were saying about people benefiting from affirmative action. Like we all know that white women benefited the most, right? Yes. Where were okay. you, Where were all of you in this fight who have benefited from affirmative action? We show up when it's time to vote somebody out or not have them in. And we show up to the polls and things. of Where are you? You want us to be an ally, but you don't want to turn around and offer the same relationship to us when it's Absolutely needed. Absolutely not. And they
0: tell
2: you one thing and then go vote something different. And then go vote something. And that is the, I appreciate, and I happen to work for a company where DEI is very prevalent. It is appreciated and they work very hard at it. And I wish every company would do the same. But the other side to that is just what you said, Kim. What you give me in the forefront and you say that you do versus what you do behind closed doors. It's always the uh-huh. way. Uh-huh. Kim like and I like him. Trump could have never won if somebody <laughs> wasn't out there voting. For him. Exactly. Or not, vote, or,
1: for or just vote not going at all. It, just not voting at all.
2: But I think there were
0: more people that voted for him than it was that didn't vote at all. I can tell you, like me and Keisha lived in the same neighborhood, okay? And mm-hmm. I can tell you when, when um, that election came, you hardly saw any of us in line, but you saw all of them in line and the whole atmosphere was so different. I was like, oh, my God, why is everybody seem so mad and hostile and oh, what's going uh, on? Because low key, they didn't like Hillary
2: either. And so the way of showing that you didn't like her or you still mad because Bernie didn't get nominated, you just. But a lot of white people, and you know, a I, lot of white people
1: didn't because
2: <laughs> they were mad that Bernie didn't get the nomination.
1: Hell, I want Bernie to get the people. There were a lot of black people who had issues with Hillary and those doggone emails. And I was like, Well, it's just an email server. Oh my and God. They they they, they did not vote for her and they actually voted for Trump. And and I and I fought I and, know and a and lot him. of them. That's how having that, that conversation like, was like had it gone another way, we would not have this issue now. Because see, you have to really pay attention to who you're voting for for president because they are the ones who, you know, can nominate somebody, you know, have the opportunity to do that. And he put in, what, three or four? Three. three. And more than we
2: realize, our men voted for him. So we got oh. to take that. No, I'm serious. I yeah. didn't no, I'm not. Not. I, they didn't want to see Hillary doing it. So okay, they want to, to see the Hillary
0: thing on the table. Because I'm a little confused why somebody could be so disliked, And you can put somebody in there. With this horrendous record. You know what
2: I mean? Horrendous. Wait a minute. Women (laughs) didn't like her because you got some that's still mad that she stayed with her husband. You know, that's the thing. You know, just mad that she stayed with your husband after everything. Girl, what they talk about, they stayed with theirs too. (laughs) But then just finding any reason, any cause, as opposed to Mm -hmm. saying system worked the way the system was supposed, designed to work. And one person won and the other one did not. So Bernie didn't get it. No matter how much of an attitude he sat there and pouted, he didn't win. So and then he was he was a part of the problem, too. He, but he was part because to me, him and Trump are just two different sides of the same coin. So I'm not saying he's as bad as him. That's not what I'm saying. So don't come after me. Listen. I'm just saying, to... <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I'm just, you know, I'm kind of up to here with
0: old white
2: men. I'm just going to put it out there. You know what I mean? I
0: think that this all came into play because even though even though Hillary and I used to say this to people who used to give me this kickback about Hillary. Um, Hillary is not not Bill. OK. And mm. first and foremost, she has lots of courage to endure what she has endured. Why are you looking at it in that type of way? And number two, is it all because Hillary was just a woman? And yes. we, oh, I kept hearing that. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, we're not ready I for guess. a woman. So you took the man. That snatches your pee-pee and all this kind of stuff and say, okay, but he then wiped all these other businesses out and stuff. And you said, because he's a businessman, blah, 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 all these things. And you know what I honestly think? This is my honest opinion. I think that because he won and he did what these evangelicals, because we always supposed to have a division between church and state, but he gave them the power to put the things that they want in place and this is not no easy rollback. You know what I mean? It's not an easy rollback. It's, it's with attention. the decisions we, that
1: they made.
0: We
2: didn't pay attention. While we were so worried about him winning and we were just Trump crazy, they were behind the scenes getting all their local judges and federal judges. Exactly. We they diverted our attention. They did the bait and switch, switch. And, they, they, and they dangled him and we all went crazy. And they were behind the scenes doing everything they needed to do. Yeah. He appointed all these people and he, he just did all of this while we were so busy, just being so. angry. Oh, yeah, that was their sole
1: purpose to, to make sure that your, your federal judges and your Supreme Court, judges, that they were all Republican because they know the that thing. the law, because mm-hmm. it wasn't him, it
2: was
0: the puppeteers that were doing it. Oh yeah. And so yeah, well, the puppeteers they, are the puppeteers are still at
1: it. That's what that's, that's what the is, thing is. The puppeteers yeah. are still at it.
0: But and, just look
1: and, how look how long it's gonna take. I mean, these are young judges. 50. We don't even have things in place to we don't even have a check and balance.
0: like all the, the divisions of the government, the three houses of the government, right. we don't have checks and balances for them. Not a good one. You, you got one for, for the president to impeach him, but you don't have one to impeach the the, the SCOTUS. You don't have none to get people out of Congress for real. Or oh, we just assume that they can't be a part of a committee. No, these people do
1: some unlawful things. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it was because, Kim, that it was supposed to be unbiased. Well, that's the, gone. Court, the Supreme Court was supposed to be um, not biased. That's, that's gone forever. But that's gone.
0: That's gone forever. Like, when, when you look at it, like, I hate to even say his name. It just makes me feel like bugs is on me. Clarence Thomas. Thomas. I don't understand. Thomas. I mean, like, it just drives me back to just see that you benefit from affirmative action and you want to take it, you took it away. You took it away. And I just saw something about, was it West Point? His son go to West Point? All the things that your children is benefiting from and our children cannot It's it's shameful. It's shameful. So what do you guys think is going to happen next? This is, you know, we're not not a scholar or anything. Mm. What do you think is going to happen next? Because I think that um, the voting rights is going to be diminished. It's already chopped down the bare minimum. But I think it's going to be diminished, you know what I mean, to something that it will be not even a a remnant left of it. Because we're in this... this, this, um, polarized society and we're coming up on an election year and they need they need to make sure that the cards are stacked in their favor and anything i mean if you remember learned by the election with donald trump and hillary clinton that things were moving in the background while you wasn't even paying attention getting mad at him this should be even more obvious because donald trump is going to court on trial for different things and the media is giving him all this attention, this attention, it's attention, and what's going on in the background is not even being spoken. Not, and well, I don't
2: want nobody saying nothing to me when we all back on the ships going back to Africa. So don't say shit to me. I,
0: look, I, I'll go. Look, I'll go. I, I'll probably go to Canada first because it's cold. But um, I, 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 I will go. I, I we on right right back. <laughs> exactly. Don't be complaining. Don't say nothing. Cause you're gonna be right on there. If you don't like heat too bad, put your get the umbrella and get the going. Cause that's where you're gonna be having to go. But this is like really some serious stuff, y'all. So it I did. think affirmative action opened up. Um, well, excuse me, Roby Wave Wade opened up a can of, um, you know, a lot of dissension that may be coming down the line. You know, affirmative action. I think that the civil rights, um, um, is going to be next. I think that we're also going to um, roll back. Anything for LGBTQ, i.e., oh, all yeah. they can roll that back to, um, especially the America. I really feel like that's coming. That is coming, coming. Uh, and the
2: and the issue with that is then that's when things start to turn. Not politically dangerous, but it's going just to become dangerous. And it is going to be all out civil war, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. And I kind of so, feel like I, it's going to go that way. Y'all know yeah. a group. A good um, a good boat going at going to, to side.
2: So. <laughs> didn't even take the time to even see what's coming up on the docket. I mean, I know that Scotus is is on break now. be on break, yeah. But I didn't even have the the stomach to even see. Right. What, I
0: haven't had the stomach to look because I know it's going to be something so disappointing. Yeah, I just felt like,
2: oh my gosh, like I don't even want. Let me deal with it when the time comes. But it's nothing for me to really deal with because the decisions have already been already made. been made. They've already been made. So I think that that right there is the most um, disappointing part is that, um, again, you got our, you know, you call fire and we look this way and then you were busy working behind the
0: scenes. Doing- busy, like <laughs> But you know, I like what you said, Chauncey, you know, um, Even though we know these decisions have rolled down and more are coming, um, what can we do now? What can we do proactively? You know what I mean? Because there's no, no need to be reactive and just constantly sit and wait for somebody to snatch a chair from under you. But what can we do proactively?
2: I think that we need to look at our votes the way we look at our money. We all seem to want to get together and boycott certain companies when things aren't right. I think you need to do the same thing with your vote. Everybody needs to be educated on who is running and what they stand for. And not because they came out and gave you some water ice and pretzels when y'all was out there standing on the corner in the heat. I think somebody that you truly know and understand what is happening. But so many people are about, I got to get mine, right? But what happens if there's nothing to get?
0: What happens in if season nothing? five? We need to focus on that. I think we have a large enough platform. Maybe we can get some people that are running because locally we do not want to act like this is not happening before you looking your local elections because they're more penetrating than the president. Hell, the president got limited limited power power to do yeah, it too much. Sure. And I think people get confused about that. He yeah, has limited I, power. Stop getting angry. And talk about what he owed and this and all. Of blame. Wait, let me tell you, because you'll be mad if Kamala's up in there. You'll probably raise all kind of hell if he passed away. So, uh, you damn. know, keep damn. it where you should be keeping it. You know, tell the truth. You know, this is a bunch of BS. Donald Trump and, and Joe Biden are not foreign age from no. each other. Oh, no. Okay. Joe <laughs> Biden rides yeah. bikes and everything while Donald Trump is eating McDonald's. You know what I mean? So go figure. You know what and I mean? So if they got to keep Joe Biden on life support to keep Kamala, please rolling with the oxygen and whatever, whatever else. They will do it. They will Who do it. it. <laughs> do it because look, and I mean, I say this. Everybody has their issues with, of course, every president has an issue with this. But I do give Joe Biden a lot of credit. You know what I mean? Because he's trying. You know what I mean? He's trying.
2: Like, and I think you need to look at people and realize that. I was this way before, and then I grew and I evolved. Like, can we stop just
0: pulling back some from
2: nineteen seventy (laughs) two? Just trying to make it seem like everybody was woke like the whole time. None of us were, right? We were living in our own worlds, and my, in our, in the heads, in the clouds, or whatever the case may be. But let's just respect people's evolution, right? Yes, I do to be this way but I'm no longer and this is how I see it. Yes, this was a mistake and I and I voted this way but now I understand the error of my ways. Like if you could find me somebody who's who has a perfect voting record that is perfect on everything that you you believe in and, and 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 agree on, please point them out to me cuz I just don't think it exists.
0: And you know, honestly, um Joe Biden is a traditionalist. You know what I mean? So sure. when you think about him and the things that he has done you have to give him credit you have to give him credit because he's stepping he has to be stepping out his comfort zone because <laughs> he's a traditionalist you know what i mean he really is that old congress that you say stay home and never come back but you know he's trying so i hope that does something but i think this was a really good episode we definitely need to um i'll say this we as a as a uh um, podcasting team, we need to look in our local areas and see if we can get people who are coming up on the ballot, you know what I mean, and see if we can interview them, because honestly um, everybody needs to have, you know, awareness but we need to have our conversation in a way where we can understand it, because just doing these little in and outs here and, you know make up, like you said, giving pretzels and water ice and stuff like that that's never going to do. That's never going to do. We have to bring awareness because we owe our listeners that it's a bigger picture. And yeah. everybody needs to vote. Everyone needs and to vote.
2: stop selling ourselves short. We, yeah. we just <clears throat> that and we're the ones that, that, that lose on on the other side. And like I said, we have to look at it from more than one perspective. And have That's plan B true. if plan A isn't working out or isn't going to work out. We need to have plan B ready, ready to fire. You know what I mean?
0: So, C, ready to get on the boat.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, B, C, and D ready to fire because you just don't know which way it's going to
1: go sometimes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Keisha, okay. your final thoughts. My final thought will be just pay attention to um, what's going on, like Chauncey said, in your local area. Um, and get involved, get involved in the political process, get involved with knowing uh, what candidates stand for. Just get involved in helping and really look at the candidate and not what they do global. Stop making it a one issue. Type situation, just yeah. one yeah. thing mm-hmm. and look at is that person consistently. Um, Doing the things that that's going to benefit me. Are they? So that's that. That's it. That's all. Jonathan Um, like Keisha, start
2: locally, right? If you're a parent, get involved in your child's school, and then find out who the the congressman um, or city councilman is over your school that school district. A school board. Yeah, start mm-hmm. with the school board. When you start there, you will begin. That's where the trickle down is. is you sure know right? That's right. So when you start, start there, because that's where a lot of these people start, right? These are the yeah. people educating your children, educate yourself so that you can educate your children <laughs> at home. In addition to them going to school, do not just send them there and, and expect them to create these miracles that you're not willing to be a part of. When you start there, you will find that you'll become more involved and in, in more politics and, and things, you'll be more aware because you'll know the players in the game. Because and when again, you
0: start seeing, <clears throat> when you start seeing the funding that you're not getting, mm-hmm. you're not getting, it all comes down to a dollar and a cent. If you're sure. not paying attention, then you're going to be getting mad at the teacher Well, my school don't have this. And now, guess it's what? The teacher. It ain't the teacher. That even goes up to college. Because guess what? If they roll back affirmative action, is the federal government getting ready to give more money to the HBCUs? HBCUs? Say so. Because oh. they're, they're, they they struggle in every aspect. And every, are you going to yeah. give money to the HBCUs? And would, you, and you, 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 you said this money went for to that school because of affirmative action. Well, that's us a, a, a X do that. So move it over here. And let's children, see how you hang out. Yes. <laughs> children, parents who have children who are athletes, you need to push your kids to be, you know, take it away because guess what? We're not going to be looking at the, the the top 10 or whatever it is. Cause I don't look at basketball college level, but you're not going to be looking at that. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be over here where the HBCUs are at and, and give them more for what they deserve. So yes. um, I hope that, I hope that um, everyone listens to this and know that we are coming in season five mm-hmm. with um, more informative episodes concerning about w- what's going on now in this climate. And I say that because we bring a, a genre of different types of information to this port, but I think that we have to put more emphasis on what this climate is doing and how we can go like Chinese to have a plan B, and if in the back pocket a C too, even if that's a boat, you gotta have something. You know what I mean? Don't sit back and do nothing. We'll, it's no more chances for doing nothing than looking and saying, "Well, I'm not gonna vote." Especially when we got young people. I can't wait to get Jasmine on here young people that's not an option that is not an option so um thank you ladies great episode so join us next Wednesday when we drop a new episode and definitely get prepared for season five so joining me on the porch today is I'm Chauncey and Keisha have a wonderful week on purpose and we'll see you next Wednesday take care